The void battle had taken place in high orbit above planet UK-6712, approximately 13 standard months after official trade war had been declared between the corporations of Helion and Grotto. UK-6712 was well within the edges of surveyed necrospace, beyond the Elysian line, and had been claimed by a Helion exploratory force. The explorers, however, discovered that they did not have the military strength to occupy the sizable dead city, or defeat the robotic guardians that awaited them on the planet's surface, so they had waited for support elements to join them. By the time a Helion battle fleet arrived, so had an equivalent force from Grotto Corporation. It had been a swift and brutal affair, as frigates and combat craft from both sides engaged in a furious firefight at close range. The command elements of both fleets were eager to seize a victory for their bottom line. After seventeen minutes of conflict, the Helion forces retreated, leaving UK-6712 to be plundered by Grotto. In those seventeen minutes, thousands of naval crew, support staff, and troopers lost their lives on both sides of the conflict as the fleets tore into each other. Now merely twenty minutes after the last shot was fired and the Helion forces had made a hard burn out of the system, the Bayan Reaper tug entered the conflict zone to loot the wreckage. Tango leader, Reaper Actual, you are clear to launch, crackled the voice over the intercom system of the cramped navigation deck. Good hunting. Boss Samuel Heist nodded and leaned back in his chair so that he could fasten his safety harness, an action mimicked by Boss Ulanti and Boss Marsters as the three squad leaders prepared themselves for flight. Samuel's bulky combat armor, like the rest of them, had been modified with void seals, which, while protecting his fragile body from the frozen vacuum of space, made fluid movement difficult. When he and the rest of the Reapers had fought a boarding action years ago on a space hulk, Samuel had found the Void Seals distracting and cumbersome. Now, after so many months of brutal trade war, he had become quite accustomed to the Seals. The rest of the Marines of Tango Platoon were below on the staff deck, strapped into rows of seats that lined the broadsides of the ship. The ship's call sign was RRV-59, Resource Recovery Vessel 59, but the support crews and marines called all such ships scrap wagons. It was a fitting description in Samuel's mind. The primary function of the vessels was to enter void battle sites post-conflict and hastily remove anything of value from the wreckage. No two scrap wagons were alike. Until the outbreak of this mega-conflict, there had been no need for such a specialized vessel— Samuel and the Reapers had conducted countless void salvage operations through the years. Typically, they based out of the main Reaper tug and used handheld personal transport units to move around, collecting their salvage on a simple mag sled that would carry the hull back to the tug. The scrap wagons were all retrofitted ships, some from Grotto's own stock and others captured vessels from Helion or the Red List. The support teams, with help from the Marines, had grafted massive patchwork armor plating to the fronts of the ships so that they could move through debris fields at higher speeds instead of carefully threading their way through the swirling chaos of the site. There was so much material in motion in the aftermath of a void battle that it was like sending a ship into a tempest of metal and frozen chemicals. Using the traditional method of void salvage, it would take months— perhaps even years of waiting for the debris storms to settle out as bits and pieces came together and began to form gravitational fields. Grotto did not have that kind of time, nor did Helion or the pirates, and that meant that neither did the reapers. The engines of the scrap wagon fired up as the launch bay doors slid open. 
Samuel was pressed back against his seat as the ship reached full throttle and screamed out of the hangar. The scrap wagon hurtled into the void and immediately the pilot toggled the ship's trajectory to aim it towards the center of the debris field. Samuel knew that it would only be a few minutes before the first pieces of the wreckage would begin impacting the ship. This was dangerous work, but it had to be done fast in order to beat whatever other scavengers were lurking in the darkness of space waiting to pounce.